All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ringside Ramblings. Today is May 20th, 2019, and I am joined by, as always, the one and only wrestling connoisseur himself, Sam Keola. Sam, how's it going? It is pitch black this morning in Hawaii, John. I got up extra early so we could do this recording. You know, that, that, and, that's uh, dedication. Yeah. yeah, That's dedication, I, but it's also a testament to how pissed off you must be at the pure dumpster fire we had to witness last night at Money in the Bank. <laughs> you know, I don't even know if pissed off is the term. Uh, I'm just pleasantly neutral at the destruction of the world. Yeah. And that's like I live in Missouri or something. That's how, this is how I would feel if I had to live in Missouri, I believe. Just give it up all hope. Just waiting for it to end. Speaking of Missouri, John. Yeah. You won't believe who who drove into the studio there in the mainland this morning. Who? You might wanna you might see a little short guy walking around. He may just be sitting in his truck outside. I don't even know. Trucker Kyle has made it a point to come visit us today. Are you serious? Yeah. Trucker Kyle, are you there? Oh, what the shit. <laughs> What's you going got, on, just John? Get this, get this idiot! Hey, buddy! <laughs> you had to ruin my day. You know, this is the first decent day I've had in nine months, and you, you have to can go and ruin always go room. back to the hole that you've been in. I mean, gentlemen, gentlemen, <laughs> let's fuck you, Kyle. Let's focus on our mutual disgust. We're talking about Buddy at the Bay. Well, it's kind of hard to do now that you, I mean, fuck. It was as much trash as we get from John's mouth. I mean, it, it was pretty crappy. I'm not crappy. doing this for the next hour. <laughs> I'm not doing this for the next hour. Well, luckily, you're starting at five ten, so we just got fifty minutes. Yeah, that that's a good thing. You know what? So, yeah. As much as I would like to set him straight, put him in his place, tell him where to go. I'm going to put it aside for now. Okay. We don't, we don't have the time, Put it so aside. Kyle, keep your mouth shut Put it and let me and Sam do the show. You can listen, buddy, okay? What'd Leave it at that. Anyway, let, let's start this off. I guess you can, you can chime in a little bit, but, but keep it limited, because people tune in to listen to me, okay? So, so uh, I don't know, you want to you go batch by batch? You just were talking to uh, I didn't see the pre-show. What I gathered was that the Usos beat Brian and Rowan, and it wasn't for the titles. It wasn't for the titles, and it, I believe that they never announced it not being for the titles. So everything I saw was people going, wait, that wasn't for the titles? <laughs> so way to go, WWE. You just fucked everybody up with their, well, by talking shit for an hour and having, what, one match on the pre-show? And uh, it looked like it was supposed to be for the tag titles. You know, I thought it was for tag titles. I too did, I think, late. So uh, they talked like it was for the tag titles, though. But then by the end of it, they were like, oh, the Usos have beat the SmackDown Tag Champions. And would that make them the number one contenders now? <laughs> and it's like, fuck, Corey Graves died. His head looked ridiculous it's, last night. You know, I used to like Corey Graves, but now it's just like they he's just a uh, – a puppet for bits. Yep. And it's awful. It, it, it's bad. Um, you know, I, I don't understand why. I, look, I'm going to save my bitching for later. That, that's, the, that's the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, you might as that's, well. That's the pre-show. Uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't been keeping up as much lately, especially on SmackDown. But uh, I was kind of shocked to see Rowan and Brian with the tag titles. I had heard anything about the winning the tag titles. Um, well, they so... didn't actually win them. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle, maybe you know better than, than me or Sam does. Weren't they awarded the tag team titles by Shane? First. I Actually, I don't even know that. I haven't <laughs> kept up with S- S- SmackDown that well because it fucking sucks. It was, I'm sure it was like on Twitter. It was on WWE <laughs> Twitter or it was on the website probably. <laughs> 
probably didn't even air. The best wrestling coverage on Twitter. Stay, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We know our stuff. Uh, you know, it's the truth. I haven't watched back in the last two weeks, so I was really surprised that they had it. And I was like, hey, I said this a couple, like a month ago. They should just give it to uh, Rowan and, and Brian after they took the tag title, or they took the world title away from Daniel Bryan. I was like, they'd be a great tag team. Get Rowan back to the ring and everything. So uh, I was pleasantly surprised to see them with the tag title <laughs> until they were fighting the Usos. I'm going, wait, Usos were drafted to Raw. Why the fuck are we having this match? Uh, apparently, this this is not going to be a, a safe for work episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, why why are they why are they fighting the Usos? It's like, well, it's the wild card rule. Ah, <laughs> uh, what what a cop out. That, that wild card it is. is ridiculous. Anyway, let, let's get into the show. Um, let's do it. The opener, I thought, I actually texted you guys. I said it was solid. Um, it, I thought it was, it was pretty solid good. for for especially compared to last uh, last week, last year. Um, we saw Bailey get the win uh, after a thirteen minute and fifty second Money in the Bank match. I really wanted Data Brooke to win. Same or Nikki uh, Nikki Cross. Nikki's not bad. And, uh, I, I know you like Nikki. Uh, Dana Brooke I like Nikki. <clears throat> is is kind of who I'm pulling for here to to kind of get the next big uh, shine in the women's division. Um, she has that underdog feel to it. She really does, and she, you know she puts the work in, and and you can tell when she gets in the ring, she'll she'll do what she needs to do. Uh, she she always tries to to do her best to sell uh, to to you know her her placement in the ring. Yeah. Just little little details. You can tell she cares about what she's doing. And I think that goes a long way, especially in today's very uh, lethargic WWE uh, landscape, where it feels like a lot of people just don't really care anymore. Um, yeah. I mean, you can practically stop caring about your job and threaten to quit, and Vince will double your contract. Uh, right. So <laughs> what, there's no incentive. For, especially if it's running out. Yeah. So so there's no uh, incentive for these people to go above and beyond. And I think that's something Dana Brooke is trying to do. Uh, especially by showing up early, helping set up with the ring. You know, she's paying her dues. Uh, so that's kind of my pick for, for the next shine in the women's division. Uh, but we saw yeah. Bailey get the she's win. She's paid her dues long ago, though. So, I mean, all this is just, you know, really showing her peers that she's uh, she's not uppity feeling. Yeah. And I, I would say that goes a long way when you look at the rest of the roster over there sometimes with you. Maybe you feel like you're so good that you don't have to put in all the good work to try to be crisp, try to you know, not look sloppy in the ring, or maybe you just act like a diva, even though there's it's not a divas division anymore per se. <clears throat> Let me just say this. When, when they were all coming out, we were all talking. And I was like, ooh, you know, Dana Brooke would be great to win. I would love to see her win. I feel like it'd be Nikki Cross. Or, you know, maybe if Vince is looking ahead into the future and going, hey, where do I want this to go? before next WrestleMania or even after, you know, before the next Money in the Bank, who would I want to put in a position to build a little bit? So I was like, well, maybe Ember Boone, because she could go face or heel and this and that. And then, then Bailey comes out, and I was like, nah, this is going to be spiteful as fuck yep. strap, or put it on Bailey because Sasha's being a brat, staying at home, not returning phone calls and stuff. Yep. Wow. <laughs> And I know there's a lot of people out there happy that Bailey has it, and I'm sure Bailey is happy too. But at the same time, this was just out of spite. Fizz has no plans on using Bailey, really. And I mean, yes, she got the title and everything, as we'll talk about later. But <laughs> I have to wonder how long she's going to keep the title. Uh, is this just a way for Vince to sit back and show Sasha, hey, look? This could have been you, but you, you know, you're sitting at home and you're not returning phone calls and you're making idle threats and whatnot. Um, yeah, uh, it's bad in all directions. And and I think uh, I think Kyle was pulling for Mandy in this one. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, I sure was. No, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> uh, 
what, what do we have next? Ray and Joe for the U.S. title. Uh, oh. Minute 40 seconds. <laughs> um, and apparently Joe got a busted, no- busted nose or a broken yeah. nose. And uh, they went home early. Ray Tate brushed him to the nose. Um, Ray's first U.S. title win. That's what they're saying. Would be, yeah. Um, they they had to make that a point to say it. Uh, so at that point, I was just kind of like, uh, they're gonna strap Ray. Yeah. So so every time they're like, it's his first. Uh, <laughs> it's the only title he's ever held. Oh, just root it for us. <laughs> just go ahead and tell us who's winning, Corey. It's, this is for Vince McMahon. He's gonna strap Ray in this match. So what what do you guys think is going to be the involvement of Dominic in, in this situation? Is he going to kind of get his break in the WWE through this uh, storyline? Uh, I have no idea. I, I think they're just like, hey, involve the kid. It'll make it personal. I think it's kind of played out, but I think it'll it'll come to light that Dominic is actually a Guerrero. <laughs> Vicky will come back and manage him, and then Chavo will come in and kind of teach you the ropes. And I'd actually be all Ray's for like, that. it'd be great. I'd, I'd be like, that. no. <laughs> Joe does some undercover work and discovers that, you know, the DNA testing was rigged. He is actually Eddie's kid. That'd be great. Then Sasha will come back and marry him because <clears throat> she loves Eddie. This is good stuff, damn it. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm sitting in a creative meeting right now with Vince McMahon <laughs> presenting, you know, these ideas and it was just Bring like, me my hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> Respect me, goddammit. I love it. <laughs> I I just you know, I mean, I, I see all these people, these stands on Twitter. They're like, well, if, you, if you don't like it, you shouldn't watch. I'm like, I try not to watch. It's <laughs> kind of got to because it's part of what we do here. Yep. You know, so. Uh, Saying that you just shouldn't even see it, it doesn't, doesn't change the fact when, when, when it's trash. I mean. Exactly. <laughs> doesn't make it and, go away. And, Trucker Kyle knows trash when he says <laughs> For once, Kyle's right. <laughs> wow, John. Just John agreed with, with me. Wow. Yeah, don't get used to it, buddy. Okay? Okay, good. That's right. Know your place. Um, <laughs> uh, Save yeah, your man I, in the Miz. Let, let's keep this thing going, guys. Come on. Oh, God. There Shane is a lot to cover here. Uh, Shane McMahon there in the Miz. Apparently, they had a cage match. Attack. I didn't know about this yet. Really? I had no idea. Uh, yeah, you're, you were like, what's next? I was like, oh, apparently it's Miz and Shane in the steel cage. Yeah. I, I, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a 13-minute match ends with Shane McMahon defeating the Miz by escape. Um, I thought it was horribly predictable. Yeah. Yeah. I really felt that Miz should have won this match. Uh, they should have had, of course, a big spot in it because Shane always does, and then Miz win it. Um, and then Shane show up this week with a neck brace and maybe in a wheelchair and really pushing the idea that, you know, oh, he's hurt and everything by the Miz. And they build that up. and Of course, we find out Shane's really not hurt. He's just scared of the Miz now. It keep building up because they're doing so many gimmick matches. How are you going to end this thing? What's going to be the payoff? I, I heard it this morning uh, as a joke. I was listening to a JD and or JD from NY two hundred six, whatever JD, uh-huh. the guy everybody hates, uh, and he said, <laughs> he said something like, "At this rate, it's got to be a, a fucking hell in a cell match." And, and that's, that's exactly how we said me it. Me and Sam said too. Um, but is that going to be enough? It's stupid no. is the problem. I mean, it's not when's gonna it going to end? There's been so many gimmicks. You know. It's ridiculous. And I know. <laughs> well, there are three stages of doom match. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what they're trying to do here. This is going on too know. long. Uh, it's going to. Uh, slow the momentum that the Miz has gotten as a face. His yeah. dad is more <laughs> over than him at this point. For God's sakes, make but it you stop. Know, 
they took so much time to turn his face for one when it could have been done in five minutes in a promo because uh, the, the crowd eats out of his hands. But instead, you drag it on with Shade. And is Shade going to turn heel? Is, is Shade not heel after the whole Brian, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn thing? Looked to me like he was heel at that time, even though they never committed to it. This Shade was best in the world. It's like, that's not a heel move? So it was just, it's, it's the most convoluted storyline in wrestling right now. Yep. I've got no more desire to talk about this. Um, Two-star back. <laughs> I know a guy who would respectfully disagree and claim it five stars. Um, maybe we'll bring him on sometime. Maybe. Um, next up was Tony Nese and Arya Davari getting that... Uh, the bathroom match. The, the bathroom match, except uh, Davari came out in a really nice Mercedes... Uh, to a, salute and honked his honked horn, his horn like, like Kyle. Kyle. Yes, taking notes from from our guest here. Okay, yeah. the, you're, you're going you're going to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a one time a show thing, you know. That, and that's the thing uh-huh. that WWE is they're overexposed these gimmicks. Kyle, don't make the same mistake. Um, <laughs> well, let's talk about placement here. This this was a you know I hate to say it because it is the two hundred five year thing, but this was a pre show match or an opening. It match. was. Uh, I'm not sure why they would put this there, except that they know, wow, this pay-per-view is going to go really long and everybody's going forward and fall asleep. I, I, you know, Which yeah. I did three times during this pay-per-view, <laughs> by the way. Um, and it wasn't, in, it wasn't in the 205 match. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's mind-boggling to me why you would uh, just throw a match in there what was it like a ten minute batch? Yeah, I mean it was it was nine twenty five. Um, <laughs> you know, Ari Davari, I've seen he, he's kind of been compared to Razor Ramon with, with this new gimmick, <laughs> except he doesn't have the charisma, he doesn't have the move set, right. and he doesn't have the ability. Um, so it was kind of like this this kind of sleazy thing going on. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm not super impressed, but I do I, I'm a big fan of Tony Nice. Um, yeah. He, he is. Even Tony Nese, I, I kind of feel like there's been zero build on the rest of the brands for, for these guys. So, why? To me, it's like, well, obviously, uh, the Cruiserweight belt should be on Ali. Get it some exposure. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, he's not doing anything on SmackDown, you know? And the, same thing, Cedric Alexander is now a Raw guy. Um, so th- th- there's things they could do, but, but they're not doing it, you know, screw it. Um, they don't care. Why should I? And that's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is essentially it. I don't know. I mean, everybody got up, walked out in this match. Um, and it, it's, it's bad if like, I don't want to say WWE should cut down on their programming, but they should cut down on, on this. I mean, the, if the if it's going so long that the crowd is dead, yeah, like four or five matches before the main event, yeah. you should consider cutting your show in half or at least cutting a good third of it out. Or, or maybe, here's a wild idea, make it better. Make it compelling. <laughs> um, but, you know, cutting even, it down is probably the show thing to that do. long. You know, if it's that long, you're you're just wasting time. It, it's 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 not it's not ideal. We, we'll say that. I didn't even know this would start at seven o'clock. I figured it would start at eight o'clock, uh, but no. So I right. guess I've been living under a rock. Um, uh, I was kind of surprised. Uh, I I opened the app and it was like pre-show's on. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, up next, we had a couple of Becky Lynch matches. First one, she defeated Lacey Evans by submission at 8 minutes and 40 seconds. And the second one, we got a nine-time SmackDown Women's Champion in Charlotte Flair, uh, defeating Becky Lynch at 6 minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah, I was like, man, Charlotte again, surely the guy will cash in. Please cash in. Of course, Becky comes out, or I'm sorry, Bailey comes out for the save, and it's like, oh, she's going to cash in. I didn't realize they were going to take 10 minutes to do the cash-in, which just had me rolling at home. I was yelling. Yeah. Uh, you know, my wife got to hear a little bit of a rant because 
here here you have you know Bailey slides in and she's fighting him off and everything and then it's like it gets to the point where Charlotte's in the corner after like I think Becky just like shoved her, her into corner. the corner. She didn't even hit her. She just <laughs> her, she bumped her head, heard her little <laughs> nod noggin, and she's laying on the mat for two years. I mean, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it, it made no sense. And then Bailey looks over, the slow look over. Hey, I want money. In the, like she forgot. I want money in the bank. And she looks back at Charlotte. Charlotte won the title. They should have just had dubbed over her thoughts with this better. And it looks back over slow at money. And everybody's going, cash in, you stupid. God, just cash in. And the announcer's going, do you think Bailey will cash in? Oh my gosh, she can cash in, buddy. I'm like, could you hold our hand and tell us the story anymore? I had a friend once. I worked in retail, and somebody come over and asked him where something was, and he said, "Oh, it's over in aisle 13. You go halfway down the aisle. It's on the bottom shelf." And they couldn't find it because fuck, who shops at you know these retail stores? And is that smart? <laughs> So they come back over and ask him again. He gets up for what he's doing, and he takes the woman by her hand, and he goes, I will come help show you since you can't find it yourself. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> and you're real sarcastic. It takes her by the hand to the shelf, picks it up, hands it to her. And that's exactly what they were doing with this Money in the Bank thing. Look over, look back, look over, look back. Like, Jesus Christ, just cash in and get it over with. But I, I know, hey. you know, she Bailey was going along doing her own thing, and then suddenly, like you said, it's like she almost forgot what happened about a half hour ago uh, when, <laughs> when she won the money in the bag. It's like, it's like it completely left her head. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm sorry, but Bailey's just not in it right now. No. You can tell by the look on her face, her actions. You know, she's she's torn about the Sasha thing, and she's there doing her job and everything. But still, yet there's there's something there. Like Bailey's like, Ugh. yeah. Did you guys by chance her. hear what she said about how she was so glad that she got it now with all the things that her and yeah Sasha did. I was kind of surprised that they had her include her oh, in that statement, in a way. I wasn't at all, because Vince is making it a point well, yeah, to be spiteful. Yeah, you have a point. That's exactly why they yep. did. You're going to go out there, and you're going to say Sasha. You're going to say Sasha like 20 times. <laughs> and they're going yeah, to show video packages. I agree. You and Sasha were the inaugural tag champions. And then you and Sasha. Then Sasha went to Raw, and you went to SmackDown. And Sasha, 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 what do you think about winning the title tonight, Bailey? Well, I was glad to be a Sasha. <laughs> it's like, we get it. We get it. Smart fans get it, I guess. Other people, fuck, I don't know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's horrible. It's like, like you said, make it a point to go out there and, and just say Sasha try to get the crowd going, you know, try, try to stir it up a little bit and just, just sit, keep saying Sasha, <clears throat> Sasha, Sasha, Sasha. Stupid. The whole yeah. thing's stupid. Uh, <laughs> we haven't even gotten <laughs> to the good part yet. Um, uh, in 10 seconds, Roman Reigns defeats Elias. Um, <laughs> was it that? It was that, that was is the official that time. that long? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was, uh, it was horrible. I was like, please, just make this a non-match. He hit Roman. Roman's out. Let Elias say his thing. Let's just go on with the pay-per-view, but no. Uh, The big dog! Roman comes out. (laughs) Oh, man. So bad. So bad. I don't even want to talk about it. I I, I don't either. Uh, (laughs) Seth Rollins defeated AJ Styles. In a dream match um, for the Universal <clears throat> Championship at 19 minutes and 45 seconds. I fell asleep in this match. As great as these two, these two guys are. 
I thought it was the greatest match of the year. You would. <laughs> I hit that Kyle be sarcastic. I'm sorry. I've I've made it a point to keep my distance from Kyle for the last ten years. Is he being sarcastic? <laughs> I think that's sarcasm. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the match went too long for one. Uh, for a pay-per-view that's going so, so long, it's you're already just out of it because of stupid storytelling or uh, just the long matches or just extra matches thrown in there. You get to a, the Universal title match, you're like, okay, how many more matches do we have to go? And, and you were asking me this, how many more do we have to go? So, I, I don't know. I was, I was a little bit bored in this match, actually. Uh, let me just say, my... Tag partner, the loose cannon, has just joined us from Midcard Bang bang. Good morning. Good morning. It's five a. It's five thirty-four a.m. here in Hawaii. Um, yeah, I've already made this a dud, safe for work video. So it is fucking early. It is really fucking early. <laughs> My God. Okay, so I, I would like to preface everything I say right now um, with the fact that I'm assuming we're talking about money in the bank. Um, I, I, I passed out almost like within a half an hour after money in the bank, just in a, in a spiral of rage and sadness. Um, I'm glad. I'm I did. If you enjoyed that pay per view, I'm gonna drive over to your house. I, and kick your house. I didn't even eat. Like I was just like I. I screamed, and then my entire family was like, "God, Cannon, why are you so loud?" <laughs> um, I fell asleep. We we're talking about AJ versus Seth Rollins, and I fell asleep during the match. That's. My That's God, drop, drop like a bad habit. The loose cannon has left us. She was so mad. She just said, screw you guys. Adios. Goodbye. Wow. Uh, time to go back wow. to bed. I don't have anything else to say about the match, really. They're technically sound guys. I think, do you have a time frame on the match, John? Uh, for Seth and AJ, 19 minutes yeah. and 45 seconds. I think it probably went about seven minutes too long. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. It wasn't. Uh, you, you know, guys. I, I think this goes beyond. Like, for God's sake, Seth and AJ are very good at what they do. Okay, there is something about this wrestling in the WWE, and I, I don't. I feel like if these guys were in New Japan, or if they were in AEW, or MLW, or Impact, we would see something different out of them. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. If there's so many restrictions put on these guys that, that they can't even perform how, how they normally would. I think that's some of it. Because I, I swear, even like the best matches on paper, they suck. Yeah, I mean, it's you could almost call the match. Uh, I don't know who produces it, but uh, it's like, okay, you know, AJ's going to go for his calf crusher now. Okay, Rollins is going to go for the, uh, the superplex with the, the Falcon Zero now. Uh, you know, it, it just seemed like you could just call the match almost word for word, like how they were going to plan it out. And uh, I, I don't know, some of that just takes it away from me. You know what I mean? It, it was the same thing with you compared Rollins to Bret Hart. Uh, but I would say that, you know, it, in their kind of in their prime years, maybe, maybe the downside of their prime years. Bret Hart and Ric Flair, their matches were so <clears throat> plotted that a lot of them were boring. Yeah. And it's like, okay, backbreaker, elbow, you know, uh, stump, stomach stomp, uh, let's lock on the sharpshooter. Or Flair, you know, he go for the Flair flop. Let's work the leg for a little bit. It was just pre- very predictable yeah. sometimes in these matches. And... Uh, <clears throat> that's bad when you want to do like say for you know 30 minute match or something on a really long pay-per-view you know at least flair like if you look back at his his big matches they would mix it up they would get the crowd into it but if it was just a, a gimme match they would just do the formula yeah and uh this 
is feeling very formulaic with AJ and, and Seth Rollins. Yeah. Which which was Hey, she's back. Yeah, I I don't know what happened. I was in the middle of saying something and then my phone was just like, Nope, you're you're like, nobody can hear you anymore. And then I stopped hearing people <laughs> and I was just like, uh, hello, did I did I fuck this up? Probably. But you yeah, did. I, I, you did. I thought maybe you just got hungry after you realized you hadn't eaten since Money in the Bank. No, I'm still upset. Because you know, you know, we Hawaiians, we got to eat. Yeah, we do. I'm probably going to eat after this, <laughs> but I'm and not out of hunger, but out of sadness. Comfort food. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a plan, too. Like, I was going to eat a whole bunch last night, and then I just like, everything sucks, and I just fell asleep. That, that's... It's really funny you say that. I, I'm, not, I'm not making this up at all. I, I didn't really have dinner last night because I was watching this stuff and it, it just made me feel depressed. I woke up <laughs> at, at 7 o'clock. I made country fried steak and fries for breakfast. Hell yeah. Breakfast. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's all good. I, I kind of felt the same way. Nothing your house. good last night. <laughs> it really didn't. Like I was, I was just so like miserable after. I was just like, wow. And especially, and I know you guys probably haven't talked about the main event yet. I'm assuming you're going chronologically. Um, yeah. But especially if you know me and the main event, like that, that hurt me. That hurt me. <laughs> I know. I actually thought about you when I saw that. I was like, oh, Angie's probably, or Canada's uh, probably in tears right now. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. And she's, uh, and she's probably inconsolable, and so I'm just not gonna. T- I'm not gonna message her. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I like. I came really close to just throwing my phone. It's like my phone's already broken. Uh, Fuck it. Who gives a shit? Nothing matters. <laughs> Nothing well, listen, guys, we, we, we got about we got about twenty minutes left. Um, so let, let's go ahead and let's finish this up because I know we want to kind of minute, re- reserve the universal title match and there's like seven hours of the pay-per-view still to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Well, we, we do want to save the, the majority of the time remaining, I think, to talk yeah. about the main event. Uh, but let's briefly touch on uh, Kofi Kingston defeating Kevin Owens at 14 minutes and 10 seconds with a shoeless version of Trouble in Paradise. What did you guys think? I liked the th- – I, I liked – the shoeless part. I was really into the fact. I was like, "Yeah, no, get him, go get him. No need a shoes, brah." Like I went full. <laughs> I was. And that's how proud I was. I was like, "That's how. That's how." Us Hawaiians, we 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 do them without the shoes. We throw the rubber slippers, brah. No need. No need. That's awesome. <laughs> I was. I was like, Kofi, take off the socks, right? <laughs> Take off the socks, bro. Go for broke. Go for broke. <laughs> okay. Let me just read a little bit about this now that, now that the cat has got us cracked up. First of all, way too soon to turn to Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Way too soon. Oh, yeah. I, like, I was devastated why? when he turned. I was like, oh, too early. People aren't going to see the fact that he's brilliant and and. Yeah. Me and uh, Sam Killa have had this conversation a billion times on Bidcard Mana, but Kevin Owens is, is... We need our dusty Kevin Owens moment. Yeah, he, he's, got it in one him. Of, he's one of the few of this generation that I really feel, and I say few because I feel like he's proven or he can prove to everyone that for just as, just as much as you can hate him when he's a heel... You can absolutely love him as a face, and my family is a testament to that. So my family has has been very outspoken <laughs> with their with how much they've disliked Kevin Owens in the past. But when he Ooh. faced when he face turned and when he was part of New Day for a little bit with Big O and like all that all the stuff that he did, especially leading up to and after his match with Kofi at Fastlane, yeah, uh, it they they were won over. They were like, yeah. oh, Kevin Owens now. I'm like, see, this is what I've been telling you for years. It's, it's, just, it's just a shame that they rushed it so much for this. Yeah. And, uh, the match itself was fine. It's just, once again, just like Rollins and AJ, the show went so long. 
and you know you have so many matches that you're you watching it, you're, just, you're not into it. Then Kevin Owens has been turned too early, so you're still not into it because you're not over that. And that's pretty much it. You know, I, I don't think it was anything special. It didn't do Kevin any help. It didn't do Kofi any help. This just, you know, if your name's not Roman Reigns, Vince does not care. <laughs> Well, I'm ready to talk about the main event. Um, I'm looking at this. I w- give me about a minute and a half to read this article. Um, it, it's kayfabe news. <laughs> I'm just going to just think Brock Lesnar's theme to myself over here while you do that. <laughs> Bradley Brock Lesnar, a chucky young sports entertainer who has been generating buzz for his tireless work ethic and positive can-do attitude, has finally clawed his way to WWE's main event picture. Lesnar, who has an impressive amateur background and a yellow belt in Tai Chi, won the ladder match yesterday at WWE's Tender Loving Care pay-per-view. Commentator Michael Cole hollered, the boyhood dream has come true for Brock Lesnar. (laughs) (laughs) And the inspiring youngster finally scored a much-needed win. Lesnar himself was elated but humble. He was quoted saying, golly, I always dreamed this day would come, and I prayed to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that he would grant me the skills I needed to achieve victory without injuring my talented opponents. (laughs) (laughs) What in the holy horseshit did you just... That was incredible. That was incredible. I'm sorry. I I had to put that out there. How bad bad (laughs) did three with Lesnar's music hit? I okay, so I I was so I I, I put it I, was, I, was watching, I can't even um because I, I, I saw that Mustafa Ali was alone in the ring. Okay, so preface every everyone from from Ned Cardmana and if you follow my Twitter and Instagram, you know that I love Mustafa Ali. He's one of my favorites. I think he's an incredible performer. Just very well-rounded as a performer, can cut a promo, can make you feel, can also be spectacular in the ring. Anyway, so I was like, oh, man, he's alone in the ring, and he's he's climbing. Nobody's getting up. And so, like, I started recording it on my phone, like, on I was like, oh, man, I'm so excited. I'm going to get this. And he's, he has the briefcase between his hands. <laughs> and then Brock Lesnar's music hits. And I, I corpse the video by going, what? <laughs> you need to upload that. And I was, uh, I was so upset. That <laughs> must be uploaded to your Twitter account. <laughs> Oh man, it hurt. We're gonna share the shit out of that. <laughs> it's gonna go everywhere. It's gonna be viral. Oh man, I think I say. I think I actually say in the video. I'm like, oh my god, nobody's else. Nobody else is in the ring. Oh man. <laughs> and, and then and then Brock Lesnar. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> And then you see you see Mustafa Ali's face as he realizes Brock Lesnar, and I'm just like, oh my god, no! I'm just. What's up? They hid Lesnar. I believe that secretly they hid him and everything. So I'm wondering who in this match knew Lesnar was coming out. Did Mustafa Ali? I'm sorry, Ali. Did he even know Brock Lesnar was going to be in the match, or did they just say? Hey, we want you to go up. You're gonna go grab the briefcase. And then somebody's music's gonna hit. And they're gonna come out and win. I'm curious, oh. you know. Okay, we'll stop. If it been me, if it been me up there, and uh, with everything going on, and everybody and, then you hear Brock and, stuff, and I heard Brock Lesnar's music, I would have taken the briefcase off. <laughs> I'd be like, I would have <laughs> "Fuck you, bitch!" I'd have taken the briefcase off and climbed down. I'd be like, "What up, bitch?" <laughs> But that's that's because that's because you're you're a heel, you're a heel for life. Um, for life. Mustafa, Mustafa Ali is and and like is is the the I never want him to turn heel ever. I love him as a face so much. Also, I was so upset, and I'm sure you guys probably covered this, but I missed the first like half of Money in the Bank because I was at work in rehearsals. 
Oh, yeah. Um, so then I got home and I like showered really fast. And I saw my family was still watching it. And I was like, who am I going to, who am I going to pick a shirt for? Lee ended up picking Sami Zayn in like, as far as a shirt to wear to like who I was going to support. And I was like, gave this speech to my family. I was like, I, I really put a lot of thought into my wrestling shirt this time. And I thought, not only who do I love, but who do I think would be a compelling Mr. Money in the Bank? And I was like, talking. faces were like, oh, <laughs> no, my dad, my dad was just like, oh, well, only, only one of your favorites is, is in the match. And I was like, what do you mean? And, <laughs> and he was like, oh, Sami Zayn had to go hospital. And I was like, oh, I got to change my shirt. so then i put on my mustafa ali shirt and i i was like they teased me they teased me so hard and then and then brock lesnar's music hit and i was just fucking inconsolable after i was like um no no that is awesome (laughs) (laughs) that is absolutely awesome oh man you know, I, I was watching that last night. This. Well, go uh, ahead, Sam. Still, still the spotlight like you always do. Go ahead. I know. Like John showed you. <laughs> you just heard it. I'm a heel for life. How fucking I'm rude. Sure I'm sure John will agree. Real quick, uh, having Brock come out is the wrong heat Vince is wanting to get here. He thinks, I mean, he, he's so blocked off. He's in his little bubble. He's like, I'll just have Brock come out, and then everybody will hate Brock, so they'll tune in. It's like, no, that's not what's going to happen at all. Everybody hates Brock because you push the shit out of him, and they know the title is going to be hostage for the 30 years. And so nobody wants to watch your stupid product. Well, hey, that's why they're going to announce a new belt for Raw. The belt Brock Lesnar title. Yeah. Based solely for Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, I... I I don't even know what to say at this point, guys. Uh, you know, when all this happened last night, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers. And, and I think, like, like you said, this is not the heat that, that Vince was wanting. And, and the issue is that when Brock, he, he, he will sabot- everything gets sabotaged on his behalf. You know, everything is out the window at that point. Uh, you're sacrificing storylines. You're sacrificing other wrestlers' opportunities to get the rub from the champion, uh, which is something that you know typically. And I used the example last night of the Undertaker and Jeff Hardy's ladder match yeah. in 2002. Uh, the Undertaker made Jeff Hardy look like a million bucks, and those are the kinds of things that a champion can really benefit an up and comer with. Um, and Jeff benefited greatly from that match. Uh, And arguably it made him as big of a name as he is today. Just from that, just from that, you know, 20 or 30 minutes. uh, Could you imagine Lesnar doing that for someone? I sure can't. I can't. I can't imagine Vince doing it because he's so invested in Lesnar right now. I think that's a, that's a good distinction. I can't imagine Vince allowing it. We've seen, we've seen the new flash. He's not fucking Masawa. What? Really? I said he's not. Lesnar's not Masawa. <laughs> Masawa, I think, jobbed four times in his life, but he was, you know, he was Masawa. Yeah. When I and I mean, we've seen that Lesnar's willing to do the job and make somebody look good for the right price, but it's, it's not something. It's not something that 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 anybody that Vince is interested in having him do, and it's just disappointing. I wish I could do that laugh, but I can't. God, what a great laugh. Anyway. Well, Kyle, what would you think? Oh, what, John, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, you just you don't have to listen. That's not one of the requirements to be okay, on my show. Okay, excuse me. Just now, you know what? Fuck I you, was Kyle. pulled I'm into a way no, station while no, talking no, no, to you, no, 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 so no, I was no, a little no, no. preoccupied. Well, then maybe you shouldn't be on my podcast. Oh, buddy. shit. Hey, maybe you should go ahead and hang up right now. He pulled his fat ass into a way station. So I said 
What did you think? <laughs> oh, I what loved every think? minute of it. I mean, Brock is the future of WWE. It was wonderful. It's, it, I know, it's so weird because, like, people from Missouri... Why did like, you bring this guy on? I just have to say how you emphasize the word future just made just made that entire statement. That was just excellence and execution. I will give you that. I will give you that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we pretty much called it. We got a... Uh, Sam and I, it's me, Sam, and you know, just, just John here. We're talking about this crap, but it was really no surprise that Brock came out. Yeah, it was. That was the sad part. Kyle, go go deliver your freight. We like, go unload. It. Oh, I know that's we... very taxing on you. Your fourteen, your fourteen to sixteen hour days. I know they're exhausting. So why don't you go and save your energy and hang the fuck up? <laughs> All right, just John. Okay. I'm just kidding. Not really, but you know, I gotta save face because people like me. I wanted to say <laughs> that. Yeah. They do. Uh, <laughs> just John. Whereas, whereas Sam Killa is a heel for life. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a heel with face tendencies. I love, I love so many faces like Mustafa Ali. And yeah, it's just a, it's you're, you are you are the beacon of shining light in our in our group here. So like, no. Cal's a tweeter. I, I can't turn. I can't turn. Yep. Cal's a tweeter. Tweener. <laughs> is, is, he, is he a tweeter? Because that's what you hate <laughs> yes, the fucking he most. Is. <laughs> He's just like, fuck this guy. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let me get us back on track here. Kyle's a tweener because he has issues with commitment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> we all thought, like, hey, you know, McIntyre would be perfect. Corbin would be the best choice because he's got so much heat. Uh, but you know, we're like, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. And then, sure enough, didn't. And uh, we had joked, it's gonna be Brock. We're like, it's gonna be Brock. And sure enough, Brock did come out, and our our joke quickly <laughs> turned into uh, uh, a nightmare. Yeah, jokes on you. Fuck all of you. I hate you guys willingness into existence by fucking speaking it aloud. Thanks, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, us speaking it aloud. Well, you know, it's possible because Vince doesn't decide anything to the last fucking minute. Yeah. I know what I'll do. I'll call Brock on my cell phone. Brock, get over here, quack. I'm only let you he with the money in the bank. Can bug. you climb a ladder? <laughs> well, I've climbed hay bells. It can't be too different. What yeah. about Lesnar climbing that ladder, too? You can't tell me that, <laughs> that big fucker on his arm has never climbed a ladder. I thought he was about to tip himself <laughs> over. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It just looked really. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he hadn't. Like maybe he just jumps. Maybe he just box jumps up up pails of hay. So he just never flies it up into the air. <laughs> Probably make Paul Heyman do it. Get up there, Paul. I'll hand it to you. Oh my god. Oh. So Show yeah, now much. we get now we get the Lesnar with briefcase hanging over us for the beast in the bank. I hope he cashes it in tonight. I hope he cashes it on Raw and takes the title off of Seth just immediately. Just and you mean? Just like just, yeah, just just cut that leg off. You know, it's, it's bleeding to death. Just cut it off. <laughs> just kill your product right away. Have Lesnar come out with the title. I don't even think it should be a match. I think you should just hit him in the back in backstage in the head with a briefcase and have his own referee and just win. Right there, and then Vince sucks him off, and then <laughs> Lesnar's just like, <laughs> and Lesnar's like, "I'll see you bitches at WrestleMania," and leaves, and we never see the title till WrestleMania. Let's just lean extra hard into into this ridiculous booking, and then let's just have fucking Becky Lynch just stomp the shit out of Seth Rollins and be like, "Yeah, we all knew I was the man in this relationship, bitch," and then and then yeah, he has that happens every night, probably. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, let's just leave it all the way. Let's go. Like, you know who the man of this relationship is? I mean, I've seen the picture. I'm pretty sure I know who the man in the relationship is. It ain't Seth Rollins. Yeah, you're you're a mark like that. You go look up all those pictures. I I did because I was just like, I figure I. Which pictures are you talking oh, about? Seth. Because we know Seth has a few that. Uh, Seth Rollins. Seth has a few, exactly. Yeah, Seth has, has a few, few inches. That's what it is. <laughs> Seth has a few inches. Becky going out there saying, oh, I've got a bigger dick than you do. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's absolutely correct. Like, I haven't seen Becky Lynch's dick. And truthfully, this, this show took the weirdest turn. And truthfully, I've I've only recently started to be like, eh, Becky Lynch is not. I don't I don't hate her as much as I did before. I've never liked either Seth Rollins or Becky Lynch, so I feel like this pairing is great. And I'm just like, cool, you guys can just get rid of each other, just save the the wrestling dating pool for for ring rats like me to to make my way in with someone I give a shit about. Thank you. <laughs> Also, I would like to All right. and say I'm glad Charlotte Flair lost that SmackDown title, not only because that meant, or, or, that meant that Bailey won, but it is unfair for Charlotte Flair to be both a champion and also be banging Andrade San Almas. Thank you. I am also the host of Ring Rat Radio. I have to stay in character. <laughs> That's the loose cannon. Well, I don't. Uh, partner from Mid-Card I don't think anything can top that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Let's end the show. Uh, we, we need to wrap it up. We, we need to wrap it up. Kyle, shut up. That wasn't fucking uh, me, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> Leave it at that. <laughs> Leave it at that. Folks, thank you for joining us. Leave this has been, without a doubt, the Leave most wild episode. What'd you say, Leave Sam? Leave it at that. 